Happy Wednesday. Welcome to today's reading. Let's go ahead and pray and open this session with the um, Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Thank you for coming in today's uh, podcast. We walk by faith in our hearts by keeping the torch lit, the torch of love, the torch of forgiveness, and the torch of laughter. Let's go ahead and take a moment and laugh at our problems. If you're sick, say, ha, 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 ha. I laugh at you, sickness, because we have the answer, the blood of Jesus Christ. How about our disease? We drank at one time and we really slopped it up. Let's laugh at that. (laughs) We are victorious now in Christ Jesus. We're made new. This is not a joke, folks. It is a spiritual battle. And laughter creates miracles. It just, it's not that big of a deal. We live once. We, we rejoice in the principles that Jesus has ordained for us on the cross and receive his forgiveness, his blood, and we don't beat ourselves up. We are Jesus' best friend. We are the Father's best child. Believe it, it's true. I don't know how he does that. I heard a guy named Mal Bond on YouTube say that, and it stood with me all day long. And if And if you look back in your experience, like my experience, you'll notice that you are his best friend. You are his child, you his only child. And Mel Bond went on to say that he don't know how he does it, how God can pick one individual of all these billions and treat him as his child. But he is that powerful, that strong, And the problem with us in humanity is that we do not know how strong God is. I believe in uh, Matthew 22, 29, Jesus tells the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, say, hey, you guys don't know God nor the power of God. Okay, so in what degree do we know God and in what power? Jesus said, I hear my dad speaking to me and I speak his words, you know. I had a, a little battle last night. I uh, woke up around midnight, 1 o'clock, and um, hatred to uh, a class member, you know, for their, their their ability not to learn and decipher and understand and, and stay like a rock with all information. Mind you, the information is good, but to give respect to the rest of the class, you, you, you stay on the subject matter. Um, I love the challenges that are before us because they're easy. So what I started to do is I started laughing and laughing, not laughing, but just have a little bit of humor that it's not that big of a deal that I thank God for this test. I thank God. I don't know how well I passed it. I must have been up for about an hour. And finally, I decided to uh, read John chapter 8, verse 12 to 32. And I recorded it in Spanish. It's here in this in this uh, podcast, it's in Spanish. So let it go into your heart. Maybe the Spanish translation of the Word of God 
will, will come in in a different door and fix any situation you may have. It's only about five, six, seven minutes. And it is the Word of God. And I, I heard from uh, near-death experiences, people that come back, they say they do speak in Spanish up there. <laughs> Would you believe that? Actually, they speak with thoughts. Uh, they think it and they have it. It's just the way that God talks to us. He talks to us in thoughts. And he's deep inside our brains, our subconscious. He's there, hidden in there, okay? Our confidence is his confidence coming out. Our joy when we're good to go with Jesus. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Today I'm going to be reading Psalm 20. I hope that was clear, that we are God's favorite child. You know, he, he gave me a free ride to Washington, D.C., and I went up and down and saw how marvelous and strength a nation can be spiritually. How marvelous. I had a dream when I was in Washington, D.C. Somebody purchased the plane ticket and told me I had to go to this seminar. And it was a seminar at the uh, inauguration of one of the um, presidents, uh, that he stood there. It happened a few years before, but that, that's how nice that hotel was where, where I stood. And then I got to see all the uh, Smithsonian and all these monuments and walked around. And you need a week, folks. It is so much stuff. But I had a dream that Jesus was 12 years old, long-haired little kid, and he had me on his shoulder like a little parrot. And he was parading me around in the campgrounds of the Mississippian uh, Museum, right in the grass, going towards the Capitol. And he was just going from place to place. He was so joyful that he had Fernando, like a parrot, like a parakeet, mostly that small, on his shoulder. And I was staying there, that we were best of friends. Now I'm going to, uh, I'm going up north to I'm going to Hawaii tomorrow. Free trip again. Here we go. And we got, we're ready to go. So I'll be broadcasting you from Hawaii in the next few days. Uh, so that's free. The lodging is free. The flights are free. And uh, also some, I made a few sales and I got some coffee money. And it just so happens to be the wife's birthday. It always happens like that. Just about the time that we're there. At the end of this month, we get to celebrate it by buying her um, a hamburger with an egg on top for breakfast. <laughs> Something simple, but laughter and fun and with good friends. I love you guys. Thank you for sharing my life with you, my thoughts. And today's psalm, Psalm 20, says, this is like a prophecy. I'm saying it to you. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob set you securely on high and defend you in battle. May he send you help from the sanctuary, his dwelling place, and support and strengthen you from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and accept your burnt offerings of praise and worship, thanksgiving for problems that are bothering you. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans and visions. We will sing joyously over your victory, O Lord. In the name of our God, we will set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know the Lord saves his anointed. 
He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving, saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember and trust in the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stood upright. The Lord saved the king. May the king answer us in the day we call. Amen. Amen. Remember, we are in God's kingdom, in his dome, the dome of Jesus. Jesus is king, master, and savior. And we are in his dome, kingdom. And in him, we live and laugh and have our being and rejoice. All our meals are covered. All our bills are covered. All our pay, all our duty is covered. Folks, we are good to go. Remember, there is no lack to those who praise and worship the Lord for their problems, even as the young lions do lack. We have answers, folks. We have, remember all the miracles He's done for us so far. Amen. Now, this is for my uh, sobriety community, recovery community, the 12 steps. I'm going to be reading the 12-hour, 24-hour-a-day little book for today, the 20th. It says, for the past few weeks, we have been asking ourselves some searching questions. We have not been able to answer them all as we would like. But on the right answers to these questions will depend the usefulness and effectiveness of our lives and, to some extent, the usefulness and effectiveness of the whole AA movement or 12-step movement. It all boils down to this. I owe a deep debt to the 12-step movement and to the grace of God. I am going to do all that I can to repay that debt. Let us search our souls, make our decisions, and act accordingly. Any real success we have in life will depend on that. Now is the time to put our conclusions into effect. What am I going to do about that? About it? Amen. Well, what I got to say about that is the... uh, is the ability to touch new persons' lives. I'm sponsoring a new guy, 30 years old, seven years of meth, and he's going in through Zoom and we're doing readings through recovery centers. How easy is that, you know, just to believe you can do it. So we can do it, Lord. You can give us the enthusiasm. So please pray for my friends. I'm working with two Javier's right now, and Rick, and Anthony, and and your sons and your relatives. I bless them in Jesus' name. All right, we have meditation for the day from the 24-hour book. Our Lord and our God, be it done with us according to thy will. Simple acceptance of God's will is whatever happens is the key to abundant living. We must continue to pray. Not my will, but thy will be done. It may not turn out the way you want it to, but it will be the best way in the long run because it is God's way. If you decide to accept whatever happens as God's will for your life, whatever it may be, your burden will be lighter. Try to see in all things some fulfillment of the divine intent. 
Let go and let God. Let's practice doing that, folks. We pray for today. We pray that we may see the working out of God's will as we let go in our lives to His. We say, yes, Lord, yes, thy will be done. Yes, Lord, yes, thy will be done. Thy will be done. I pray that I may be content and with whatever His will is for me. Amen. Relaxing and saying, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, thy will be done. That takes courage, folks. Letting go takes courage. Hallelujah. Let go. We are not all that. He is everything. We need to get over of ourselves and follow instructions and let go and let God. Walk with faith in your heart. Walk with love. Let it go. I love you. Let's pray. Serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Keep coming back. It works because we are working it. God bless you. Hi, welcome to today's meeting. October the 20th, Alanon. My name is Fernando. I am a grateful member of Alanon. Let us open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Reading Hope for Today. In my first Eleanor meeting, I listened intently to other people share. One woman spoke of feelings as if she were in a dark and lonely place, like the bottom of a well. The tools of the program helped her see the light of the top of the well, but it was still going to be a tough job calling the walls to get out, scaling the walls. After a time, I came to understand through reading Eleanor literature, listening to other members, and practicing the slogans, steps, and traditions in my personal life that I could begin to climb out of my own well. Little by little, I stopped focusing on the alcoholic problems and started concentrating on my own. I found that facing my responsibilities meant developing the ability to choose my response to my problems. To be responsible for myself meant keeping the focus on myself and not letting fear become a motivator for my actions, even when my fears felt huge. The strength I needed to climb out of my well had to come from my own self-respect. Without it, I didn't have the courage to scale those walls. Because my self-esteem was low, I didn't think I had any courage. However, my sponsor told me I had a great deal of courage. She told me that by taking the risk to walk through the doors of Elanon, I had already taken responsibilities for my self-esteem. Off of the day. Fear is a feeling, not an action. Courage is not the absence of fear, it's choosing to act with love in spite of the fear. If my fear has simply been removed, it might never have known that I am capable of acting on my own behalf. Courage to pay, page 119. Okay, our next book is Courage to Change, October 20th. As a child, I would get down on my hands and knees for the longest time just to watch 
a caterpillar crawl around. It never seems to go very far, yet I patiently waited just in case it should do something spectacular. It never did. But I didn't mind because simply watching this peculiar looking creature gave me pleasure. Remembering this makes me question how many such precious moments are passing me by unnoticed because I'm so focused on other things. Before Elanon, I spent years ignoring life's beauty because I was too busy trying to get all the alcoholics to stop drinking. And in recovery, I lost many, many hours waiting to solve a problem or be freed of a character defect. Today, I've learned to make room in my life for the wonderful wonders life has to offer. Today's reminder, I am learning to choose where to focus my attention. Appreciating life's simple gifts may take some practice, but as I become more aware of the beauty that is all around me, it gets easier to appreciate the beauty within. Just for today, I will be unafraid Especially, I will not be afraid to enjoy what is beautiful just for today. And today, October the 20th, is our group. Now, this is one day at a time. Our group explains that members concentrate on the 12 steps. We rarely discuss the traditions because we feel that personal guidance for individuals is more helpful to us than pointers relating to the functioning of the group. This is warped thinking for the fact is that the traditions are essential to the survival and proper function of the group through which each individual gives the desired help. The tradition <coughs> traditions tells us, <coughs> for example, that the off- officers of a group are its leaders guided by the light of tradition too they will not dominate or direct as sometimes happens when a strong will opinionated member insists on holding office term after term and makes decisions for the group today's reminder our leaders of a trusted servant they do not govern they serve but do not control Elanon is a fellowship of equals and each member should welcome an opportunity to serve who then provides the authority under which the group functions. Tradition 2 says, For our group purpose, there is but one authority, a loving God as He may express Himself in our group conscience. Everyone should realize that our grouping and reaching towards peace of mind depend very much on our attitudes within the al program. And that, my friends, is how we do it around here. Let's go ahead and close it with the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Keep coming back. It works. October the 20th, Limitless Love, Gloria Copeland. Follow the fruit trail, Matthew 7, 15 through 18. Bless, beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raving wolves. You should know them by their fruits. 
Do men gather grapes with thorns or figs or twistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, nor can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Matthew 7, 15, 18. We aren't called to judge and criticize Christian leaders, but we do need to be fruit inspectors. Before we wholeheartedly follow someone's teaching or imitate their lifestyle, we ought to inspect the fruit of their lives. We should see in them not just popularity, spectacular spiritual gifts of success in ministry, but evidence that they are walking in the fruit of the Spirit, the first and foremost of which is love. It doesn't matter how prophetically accurate someone seems to be or what amazing miracles they have done in their ministry. If they're not following the way of love, they're not following God, and you shouldn't follow them. They may call themselves an apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, or evangelist. They may even be called and gifted to operate in those offices, but if they don't do it in love, they'll eventually draw you off course. The Apostle Paul has some of the most powerful ministry giftings the church has ever seen. Yet, he didn't say, follow me because I am an apostle. He didn't say, follow me because I have a worldwide ministry. He said, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. 1 Corinthians 11.1 Don't ever be so impressed by a leader's position or success that you forget to inspect the fruit of their lives. If you don't find good fruit, follow them. If you don't, don't criticize or condemn them, but don't gossip about them with others. Just pray, pray for them and look for someone who does have good fruit in their lives. Find a leader who is walking in love and bearing the fruit of joy, peace, patience, faithfulness, kindness, and self-control. Find someone who has a life, not just a teaching, you can follow. As you do, remember that you have a responsibility to lead others, not to, even if you aren't called to full-time ministry or to hold on to one of the five full offices of the church. You are called to be an example for younger believers, to be a good one. Give those around you who are less mature in the Lord an opportunity to inspect your fruit. Let them find in you a life they can follow a life that is filled with love. And how do you get love? By reading the book of John on a daily basis or reading 1 John 1 through 5 on a daily basis. At least for a year, then you get love. Okay, today I'm going to be reading John 11. In the King James Bible, please listen up. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with anointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. 
When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that, said to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. His disciples said unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and go thou thither again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he sees the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after he said this unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of thy sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit it, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he had spoken of taking a rest and sleep. Then Jesus said unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sake that I was not there. For the intent you may believe, nevertheless, let us go unto him. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, Let us go also, that we may die with him. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about fifteen furlongs off. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort their concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha to Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give to thee. Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he will shall rise again in the resurrection of the last day. Then Jesus said unto him, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She said unto him, Yeah, Lord. I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had said this, she went her way and called Mary, her sister, secretly, saying, The Master has come and called it for thee. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews then, which were with her in the house and comforted her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily, went out, followed her, saying, She goeth unto the grave to weep. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled, and said, Where have you laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold how he loved him. And none of them said, Could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind 
had caused that even this man should not have died? Jesus, therefore, again groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. It was a cave and a stone laid upon it. Jesus said, Take you away the stone. Martha, the sister of him, was there. Of him that was dead said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he has been dead for four days. Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee that if thou should believe, thou should see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that, I, that thou hast heard me, and I knew that thou hearest me always, because of thy people which standing by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen things which Jesus did believed on him. But some of them went their way to the Pharisees and told them what things Jesus had done. They gathered the chief priests and the Pharisees a council and said, What do we do? For this man doeth many miracles. If we let him thus alone, all men will believe on him, and the Romans shall come and take away both our place and nation. And one of them, named Caiaphas, being the high priest, that same year said unto them, You know nothing at all, nor consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people, and that the whole nation perish not. And this spoke he not of himself, but being high priest that year, he promises, he prophesied that Jesus should die for the nation, and not for the nation only, but also for he should gather together in one the children of God that were scattered abroad. Then from that day forth they took counsel together to put him to death. Jesus therefore walked no more openly among the Jews, no more openly among the Jews, but went thence unto a country near to the wilderness into a city called Ephraim, and there continued with his disciples. And the Jews Passover was right at hand, and many went out of the country up to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. Even though I pray for Jesus, they then sought they for Jesus and spoke unto themselves, and they stood in the temple. What do you think that he will not come to the feast? Now both the chief priests and the Pharisees had given a commandment that if any man know where he is, he should show it that they might take him and worship him too. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. El libro de Juan, capítulo 8, versículo 12. Jesús es la luz. Jesús volvió a hablar a la gente. 
Yo soy la luz que alumbra a todos los que viven en este mundo. Síganme y no caminarán en la oscuridad, pues tendrán la luz que les da vida. Los fariseos le dijeron, Tú te estás alabando a ti mismo. ¿Cómo sabremos que dices la verdad? Jesús le respondió, Aunque hable bien de mí, lo que digo es cierto, porque yo sé de dónde vine y de dónde voy. Sin embargo, ustedes no lo saben. Ustedes juzgan como todos los demás, pero yo no juzgo a nadie. Si lo hiciera, juzgaría de acuerdo a la verdad, porque no juzgo yo solo. Mi Padre que me envió juzga conmigo. La ley de ustedes dice que para probar que algo es verdad, son necesarios dos testigos. Pues bien, yo hablo bien de mí mismo y mi Padre quien me envió también habla bien de mí. Entonces le preguntaron, ¿Dónde está tu padre? Jesús le respondió, Si me conocieran, conocieran a mi padre. Pero como no me conocen, tampoco a él lo conocen. Jesús dijo todo esto mientras enseñaba en el templo, en el lugar donde se ponen las ofrendas. Pero nadie se lo llevó porque aún no había llegado el momento de que todos supieran quién era él realmente. Jesús habla de nuevo. Yo me voy y ustedes me buscarán, pero mostrarán, morirán sin que Dios les haya perdonado sus pecados. A donde yo voy, ustedes no pueden ir. Los jefes judíos dijeron, ¿Estará pensando en matarse? Y por eso dice que no podemos ir a donde va. Él va. Jesús les aclaró. Ustedes son pecadores como todos los que viven en este mundo. Pero yo no soy de este mundo porque vengo del cielo. Por eso les dije que si no creen en mí ni en quien yo soy... Morirán sin que Dios les haya perdonado los, sus pecados. Le preguntaron, ¿Y quién eres tú? Jesús les contestó, ¿Por qué tengo que responderle? ¿Por qué? Más bien, yo tengo mucho que decir de todo lo malo que ustedes hacen. El que me envió dice la verdad y yo solo digo lo que le escucho decir. Pero ellos entendieron que Jesús les estaba hablando de Dios. No le entendieron. Su padre por eso les dijo, Ustedes sabrán quién es en realidad el hijo del hombre cuando me cuelguen de una cruz. También sabrán que no tengo nada por mi propia cuenta, sino no hago nada por mi propia cuenta sino que solo digo lo que mi Padre me ha enseñado. Mi Padre nunca me ha abandonado, pues yo siempre hago lo que a Él le agrada. Cuando Jesús dijo esto, mucha gente creyó en Él.
cuando Jesús dijo esto. La verdad los hará libres. Jesús le dijo a los judíos que habían creído en él. Si ustedes obedecen mis enseñanzas, serán verdaderamente mis discípulos y conocerán la verdad y la verdad los hará libres. Si ustedes obedecen mis enseñanzas, serán verdaderamente mis discípulos y conocerán la verdad y la verdad los hará libres. Amén. Jesús está hablando aquí de la muerte, que memorizando la palabra de Dios, escuchando diario sus enseñanzas en Juan, el corazón brota de libertad, brota con la presencia de Cristo y se hace salvo, se hace una nueva creación. Ese es el milagro de que Jesús nos, nos ha dado. Vivimos ahora en otro mundo, otro mundo espiritual. Así como Jesús dijo, yo vengo del cielo, no soy de aquí. Ahora somos nacidos otra vez. La cruz de Jesús nos ha liberado de la muerte. Y somos de otro del cielo. Como está Jesús, así somos nosotros. Estamos llenos del fruto de Jesús. Por eso ustedes miran una gran diferencia, un milagro en nosotros los seguidores de Cristo Jesús. Entren, dígale sí y amén al Padre que acepta la cruz. Que en la cruz hay vida, hay luz, hay entendimiento, hay sabiduría, hay paz, hay gozo. En la luz, Cristo nos da todo lo que necesitamos. Amén. Vamos a orar. Padre nuestro, que estás en los cielos, santificado sea tu nombre. Véngase tu reino, hágase tu voluntad aquí en la tierra como en el cielo. El pan nuestro de cada día, dándolos hoy, y perdónanos por nuestros pecados, así como nosotros perdonamos a nuestros pecadores. Y no nos dejes caer entre mala tentación, mas líbranos de todo el mal, porque tuyo es el reino, el poder y la gloria para siempre, siempre, Señor. Amén. Otra oración, hay que decir, Padre, me alegro por lo que has hecho por mí. Me has dejado entrar a tu reino por medio de la cruz de Jesucristo. Gracias por enviar Jesús a mi corazón. Sí, lo acepto. Acepto lo que pasó en la cruz. Acepto a Jesús como mi Salvador. Gracias que pusieron a Jesús en la cruz y lo clavaron. Y murió para quitarme todo el pecado, toda la maldad, para librarme del sepulcro y darme nueva vida. Gracias, Señor, por el milagro. Y entra a mi corazón, Jesús. Perdóname de todos mis pecados. 
hazme una nueva criatura para alabar al Padre en realmente y darle gracias. Gracias por perdonar todos mis pecados. Necesito, te necesito como un salvador. Gracias Jesús por ser mi salvador. Amén y amén que sea así. Greetings, family. Welcome to today's podcast for reading of Daily Reflection and Faith to Faith in English and Spanish. Just to let you know ahead of time what we're going to do, we're going to read Alcoholics Anonymous, October the 20th, today's Daily Reflection in English and then Spanish, and then we're going to read From Faith to Faith with Gloria and Kenneth Copeland on October the 20th, English and then Spanish. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's teaching. We thank you, that, Lord, we just surrender ourselves over to you, Lord. We don't know how to pray, Lord. We don't know, but the Holy Spirit inside of us will teach us, Lord, that we, listening to your word, will heal us, establish us, put us in right directions, And help us with our daily tasks today, Lord God. Lord, we ask you for your approval. We ask you to bless our actions and of approve of our sayings, Lord. Be with us today as we seek your word in English and Spanish. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. All right now, Kenneth Copeland Ministries. October 20th, this is by Gloria. Prescription for life. And her scripture for today is Mark 8, 34 and 35 from the Amplified Bible. Listen up, please. If anyone intends to come after me, let him deny himself, forget, ignore, disown, and lose sight of himself and his own interests, and take up his cross and follow with me. For whoever wants to save his higher spiritual eternal life will lose it. And whoever gives up his life, which has lived only on earth, for my sake and the Gospels, will be saved, or save it. The Amplified, Mark 8, 34 and 35. When Jesus said these words, he wasn't just giving us a prescription for getting us to heaven. He was telling us how to live a superior life right here on earth. Did you hear that? A superior life on earth. You see... There's a high life that we can live right here, right now. But to get in on it, we have to lay down the way of life that most of us are accustomed to. We may have to let go of the very things we've been trying so hard to latch on to. We have to set our hearts instead of doing what God wants us to do. That's what Jesus did. He didn't live his life for himself. He lived it completely for God. He did only what the Father told him and to do, and he lived in total victory. It's time to realize that getting born again is not something we do just to miss hell. Our purpose is to please God, 
to lay down our lives in order to fulfill his desires, okay? To be his special possession in the earth and to do whatever he tells us to do. Our top priority is to give ourselves to him and to live in communication with him. To spend enough time with him that we can hear his voice and respond in obedience. Only when we do that, we will be genuinely fulfilled. Only when we do that, we will be able to live the high life we've been longing for. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful readings. It's amazing. I did not read this before I prayed, folks. I did not read it before I prayed. This is God. Now in Spanish. Okie doke. Thank you for listening. Gracias por venir hoy. Uh, vamos a escuchar. Fe a faith. La palabra de Dios por hoy, octubre 20, por Gloria Copeland. Esto no viene de Marco. Marcos 8, 34 y 35. Y llamando a la gente y a sus discípulos, les dijo, Si alguno quiere venir en seguirme, nieguese a sí mismo y tome su cruz y sígame, porque todo el que quiera salvar su vida la perderá, y todo el que pierde, pierda su vida por causa de mí y del evangelio la salvará. Marcos 8, 34 y 35. Para mí, hombres y mujeres, quiere decir de que uh, tengo que orar a Jesucristo por su salvación en la cruz y quedarme allí y, y no irme a, lo, a otros santos, a otras creencias. Eso quiere decir Jesús o nada. Jesús es todo. Y lo, lo bonito es de que Él cualifica, que nos da Evidence nos, nos da cosas para saber que si estamos en él, nos da paz con el Padre. Y que yo no sea fraudante y regrese cuando agarro el poder con Jesús y luego regrese a mis ídolos, a mis, a mis propios pensamientos de cómo salvarle, cómo cambiar a una persona. ¿Me entienden? Ustedes saben lo que estoy diciendo. Tenemos que ser honestos y darle gracias a donde viene el poder y quedarnos allí. Eso requisite mucha disciplina en parte de nosotros. O vas a hacer mucha experiencia de lo que no trabaja. Vas a venir acá a agarrar poder, arreglarte y luego vas a regresar con los ídolos. Ir a, a, con las velas y con esto y que el otro. Y no saltar, salirte de un, un sistema que no trabaja. Si hubiera trabajado, ya lo hubiera hecho el primer día, primer año. Ahora ya tienes 20 años en la misma cosa. Y bueno, que Dios, te, que Dios nos bendiga. Pero para mí fue esa experiencia. Okay. Casi perder la vida poniéndole fe a, a ídolos, estatutas y velas. Okay. Ahora tengo respuestas verdaderas. Dice Gloria lo siguiente. Gracias. Cuando Jesús dijo estas palabras, no solo estaba 
dándonos la receta para ir al cielo, sino también la receta para vivir una vida de excelencia aquí en la tierra. Hay una vida mejor que podemos vivir aquí en este mundo, pero para entrar en ella debemos, debemos abandonar la manera en que estamos acostumbrados a vivir. Quizá tengamos que dejar las cosas a las cuales hemos estado aferrados y a cambio dedicarnos a realizar lo que Dios quiere que hagamos. Eso hizo Jesús. Él no vivió para sí mismo. Jesús vivió para Dios en su toto, totalidad. Él hizo solo lo que el Padre le dijo que hiciera y vivió en victoria total. Él vivió en victoria. Es tiempo de damos cuenta de que nacer de nuevo no es algo que hacemos tan solo para escapar del infierno. Nosotros propósito debe ser agradar a Dios, nuestro propósito. Dar nuestra vida con Él, fin de cumplir sus deseos. Ser su tesoro especial en la tierra y hacer lo que Él quiere que hagamos. Nuestra mayor propiedad debe ser rendirnos a Él, vivir en comunión con Él y estar en oración el suficiente tiempo para que podamos oír su voz y después obedecerle. Solo cuando hagamos esas cosas nos sentiremos realizados y podremos vivir la vida de excelencia que hemos angelado. Amén. Si quieren leer cosas adicionales, hay Hechos 20, 7 a 24. Thank you. Gracias. Ahora vamos a leer Alcohólico Anónimo en inglés, en español. We're going to read today's daily reflection of October the 20th. Soulless for Confusion is the article. Obviously, the dilemma of the wanderer from fate is that of profound confusion. He thinks himself lost to the comfort of any conviction at all. He cannot attain in even a small degree the assurance of the believer, the agnostic or the atheist. He is the bewildered one. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 28. Okay, let's read that again. Solace for confusion. Obviously, the dilemma of the wanderer from fate is that of profound confusion. He thinks himself lost to the comfort of any conviction at all. He cannot settle or attain even a small degree the assurance of the believer the agnostic or the atheist. He is the bewildered one. Wow. The concept of God was one that I struggled with during my early years of sobriety. The images that came to me conjured from the past were heavy with fear, rejection, and condemnation. Then I heard my friend Ed's image of a higher power. As a boy, he had been allowed to litter a litter of puppies, provided that he assume responsibility for their care. Each morning, he will find the un unavoidable byproducts of the puppies on the kitchen floor. Despite frustration, Ed said he couldn't get angry because that's the nature of puppies. He felt that God viewed our defects and shortcomings with a similar understanding and warmth. I often found solace from this, my personal confusion in Ed's calming concept of God. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Isn't that awesome? 
Thank you, Lord. We are humans and don't take ourselves too seriously. Love on ourselves. Forgive us because the Father, we are God's favorite. You are God's favorite. Even if you're drinking right now, you are God's favorite. Say, thank you, God, for the alcohol. Thank you, God, for my problems. I am your favorite. Remind him that you are his favorite and watch him go to work. Ahora vamos a leer Reflexiones Diarias de Alcoholico Anónimo, Octubre 20. Consuelo para la confusión. Huelga decir que el dilema del que se desvía de la fe es el de una profunda confusión. Cree que ha perdido la posibilidad de tener el consuelo que ofrece cualquier convicción. No puede alcanzar ni el más mínimo grado de esa seguridad que tiene el creyente, el agnóstico o el ateo. Es el vivo retrato de la confusión. Doce pasos y doce tradiciones. Página 26. Durante mis primeros años de sobriedad, yo me resistía al concepto de Dios. Las imágenes que me venían, evocaciones de mi pasado, estaban cargadas de temor, rechazo y condena. Entonces oí describir a mi amigo Ed la imagen que tenía de un poder superior. Cuando era niño, se le había permitido tener una camada de perritos siempre que asu si asumiera la responsabilidad de cuidar de ellos. Todas las mañanas encontraba las inevitables deposiciones de sus perritos en el piso de la cocina. A pesar de sus frustraciones, él decía que no podía enojarse porque esto es natural en los cachorritos. Él decía que Dios ve nuestros defectos y faltas con una comprensión y cariño similares. A menudo he encontrado solas para mi confusión personal en el concepto tranquilizador de Ed tenía de Dios. Amén. En otras palabras, somos humanos y el fracaso es parte del éxito. Uno va con el otro. ¿Se acuerdan del, del uh, Babe Ruth, el que pegó más home runs en el béisbol? Y también tiene el récord por más, más fracasos que todos. Tiene más home runs y tiene más fracasos. Digamos, vamos a fra fracasar a... Uh, Three-fourths, tres cuarto por ciento del tiempo y vamos a ganar ciento por ciento. So, tenemos que ponerle como 200 personas a, por ciento a las ganas y vamos a fracasar 75 por ciento de, del 200, pero vamos a ganar 125 por ciento. ¿Me entienden? A ver si me entiendo yo mismo. Dios los bendiga. Estamos listos. Vamos a orar. El Padre nuestro para salirnos de aquí. Padre nuestro que estás en el cielo. Santificado sea tu nombre. Véngase tu reino. Hágase tu voluntad aquí en la tierra como en el cielo. El pan nuestro de cada día. Dánoslo hoy. 
Y perdónanos de nuestros pecados, así como nosotros perdonamos a nuestros pecadores. Y no nos dejes caer entre malas tentaciones, mas líbranos de todo el mal. Porque tuyo es el reino, el poder y la gloria para siempre, siempre, Señor. Amén. Keep coming back. It works if you work it.